0: to inform and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer. Access previous podcasts of this broadcast, or you can even now access and download this podcast in iTunes. There is also information to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, or even sponsor this show. Visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com we would love to hear from you.
1: Anybody I cannot believe that Christmas
2: is this Friday. Mm, you know, it doesn't feel like Christmas to me. I can remember a time when when we would come together, even at work, and it was just such an atmosphere of gratitude and appreciation and kindness. We would bring in food and people would eat and we would have conversation, even people that you didn't have didn't care much about all through the year uh, during the time of Christmas, those holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas and then the new year coming around. I mean, people uh, were very appreciative, all the things that they may have held against you before it seems like it just melted away. They may pick it up in January, but it was just a different atmosphere. And we well, don't see it that anymore. Like the, the spirit of Christ
1: influenced the culture, e- exactly. but now the culture is inf- influencing the people of God and so instead of us taking the joy and extending it to them and them experiencing the joy of Christmas it's almost like we have taken on the culture and the mindset of the we world have. and so now we are so commercialized that we're weighted down and bogged down and forgetting the real meaning of Christmas but let's for these next 30 minutes let's remember the true reason for this season Jesus is still the reason for Christmas it sure is. so let's look Look at Isaiah chapter nine, the two verses there that are so often quoted, especially during this wonderful time of the year in verse nine in chapter nine, verses six and seven. It says for unto us, a child is born unto us, a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulders and his name shall be called wonderful counselor. The mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever. Mm. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Mm.
2: This is awesome because it describes who the Son of God is, and he's saying, This is what the Son of God is to you. He is mighty. He is the one and only true God. He is a counselor. He is the Prince of Peace. All those things describe who Jesus is. And the reason why is because it was said... It was prophesied because there was a time when the people lived in darkness. It was a time when there was no joy in the land. And they prophesied and said, there is one that is coming that will bring this joy, that the people will rejoice. And they began to start to to describe him. You, You know, the gospel is
1: good news. Part of that good news is that the Savior has come. He is full of grace and peace, and he comes to liberate the captive soul. The good news of the gospel is that it brings joy to those who mourn. Have you ever been lacking joy in your life and mm-hmm. you meditate upon the goodness of God? You recall to mind the goodness of God and hope fills your soul and the joy of the Lord over floods you. The joy of the Lord strengthens you. The good news of the gospel brings joy to those who mourn.
2: You know what? It, it, even thinking back on the time we were mentioning, there was a time when we would really rejoice and have a great celebration of Christmas. And I can remember the time where we would even pray, play music all during the day and and it was music talking about Jesus. And mm. it brought the the joy of the Lord in the in your in the presence of the people. I mean, it created the atmosphere because the song was talking about the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. And people were rejoicing. Now, some people may not even think that that's what it was, but that music set the tone that this was Christmas Christmas this was a day of celebration celebration of Christ Christ. so what you're seeing today is now that even in stores and in businesses they're telling the people you can't say Christmas anymore now they have changed Christmas into happy holidays well you
1: know what that is that's just the modern day version of what they did with the apostles in the book of Acts when they beat them and they said you can do anything you want preach anything you want, but don't preach in the name of Jesus. So the current day version of that is just to take the name of Christ out of everything. And so it's not Merry Christmas, it's Happy Holidays. Mm, It's not Merry Christmas, it's Merry Xmas. But you know what? Without Christ, there is Is no no celebration. It is a celebration of Christ. And, And so we get back. The joy of the Lord is our strength because it's not about gifts and so forth. It's really, I mean, you don't have to have any money for any gifts. You don't have to have any Christmas tree or anything. But when the joy of the Lord comes into your heart, it puts a strength in you. It puts a pep in you, a revival, a renewal in you. All those And things. I mean, I'm telling you, Absolutely. the joy of the Lord will transform your darkened soul because the joy of the Lord truly is the
2: strength of the Absolutely. saints of God. And then also is that he will give hope to the hopeless. I oh mean, my goodness. he's the one that provides the ex Expectation for you to hope and live again. I mean, when someone is hopeless, that means that they are walking really the walking dead. They don't have any expectation. Matter of fact, in the Bible, it calls it the spiritual darkness. They they're living out in darkness. They're just living their days along the way. And what God did when Jesus came is that He gave hope. He mm. gave hope to those people who were living in darkness, those who were burdened down, those who were sick and didn't have any hope. I mean. And those who were vexed with demons, he he gave hope to the people that they will know there is a savior. There is one that can deliver me. There is one that can bring hope alive. That's where that says hope alive. He's the one that bring hope alive when it was dead, when it was squashed. And no one had any expectation when Jesus came. He was the one that brought light and he brought expectation back to the people that that was living in that region. I mean in Isaiah 60 it says it like this,
1: Arise shine for thy light Absolutely. is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee for behold the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people but the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee. The Lord comes to bring hope for the hopeless and I don't know about you but I have found myself in times of despair and feeling hopeless but it is the power Of God, the gospel of God of Jesus Christ that allows you to hope against hope when all hope is gone, when there is no remnant of hope, no reason to hope, no expectation of hope. Jesus comes with the good news of the gospel to
2: give hope to those who are hopeless. And that's what's so important about the name of Jesus and the person and the divinity of Jesus Christ. He gives He gives, he gives gives you what you need. He gives you that there is no other religion. There is no other power that is able to transform your dark days into light days. There is no other way to, to God through, but through Jesus Christ, the Bible says that those who call upon the name of the Lord says that you shall be saved. Now we look at that and think that that's, that's in reference to only salvation, but salvation means deliverance. Salvation brings joy. Salvation brings the right way of life. And salvation brings hope. Hope. There is no other God but our God. For he said that I am the great I am. There is no one that can break the stronghold of the devil off of your life. There is no one that has the power to deliver like our God. That's why we call him wonderful. That's why we call him
1: counselor. Think about it. He is wonderful. Everything you need God. to be. He's that and so much more. Our English vernacular falls far short of being able to ascribe unto God the glory that's due unto him. So we do the best that we can. We call him wonderful. We call him marvelous. We call him mighty God. We call him counselor. He has been the one throughout the eons of time that have been the counselor to the people of God, to all of creation. He's the one that we go to for advice and for guidance. He's the one we go to and look to for wisdom. He is the wonderful. He is the
2: counselor and thanks be to God. He is the mighty God. When he talks about a counselor, who needs a counselor? Even when we're burdened, even when we just need that counsel to know which way we're supposed to go. He's saying, I will be that counselor for you. He's the one that we can consult with and he would give us the answer to some issues in life. He is the one that when we have to make a decision, that he's the one that will lead us in the right way, in the right path. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not to thy own understanding. And in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. That is the counselor speaking. He is the mighty God. I mean, he is the mighty God.
1: I I so appreciate all that he is to me, and this is just really a small subset of who he is and what he is in the life of the believer. He is the mighty God. There are many gods that people have chosen to serve and erect in their life, but we serve the one true, living, mighty God, the mm. God of gods, and the Lord of lords is he. I mean, he is the one that every other God will bow to, that every king, every potentate, every president, every queen, every ruler, every pope will bow its knee to this God. He is the mighty God. All power is in his hand. And the thing is that when he, this is foretelling of the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ, long before he split time in two, long before he showed up on the scene, Isaiah has the revelation that he's coming. And when he comes, this is what he's going to be. He didn't get to experience Jesus in the earth, but he had revelation from God that when he shows up, he's going to be wonderful. When he comes, he's going to be the counselor of all men. When he comes,
2: he will be the mighty God. And it also says that he is the everlasting father, meaning that, that he he is eternal. That is not one time in one moment in space, that he is not the loving father that we will come to know if we would just trust in him. He is the everlasting father. He is the father that won't abandon us and cut and run. He's the father that will be there, there will provide for us. He's the one that the father that he will see to it, that we are protected. I am the everlasting, the eternal. Oh, father. And the, he's the source
1: or the author of everything yes. that is in eternity. He is the creator himself. The one that created all things is going to come through the birth canal and live amongst his creation. He is the everlasting. I mean, think about it. The first and the last, the beginning and the end, he's going to be born as Alpha a baby, but this babe is going to be the mighty God. This babe is going to be the everlasting father and I'm sure that all of us can attest and have testimony of of some time in our life when he has been our prince
2: of peace Mm, the prince of peace I mean he give peace in the time of trouble he give peace when there's anxiety mm. running all through your body he said but if you bow before me and if you pray to me he says I'm going to give you peace and you know what I, I, I can say I've experienced that peace many times when you go to bed and you're troubled in your spirit and and no matter how many times you turn over you can't shake this thing off of you but when you get up and you begin to get on your knees and you begin to honor him and confess that God I can't handle this thing it's greater than I thought it is it, trouble me and I can't I can't shake it he will begin to take that exchange you know what I'm talking about he's saying you give me your trouble I'll give you my peace you give exchange me your trouble my yoke ah. for his and my burden for that's his. right for his yoke is Absolutely. easy and his burden and, is and he light. never fails in doing that is that when you get up off your knees that peace that surpasses all understanding now you're able to lay down in your bed and you're able to go to sleep because first you have ex- went through that exchange I'm giving you my anxiety for your peace and God began to make that shift and that change and you know it really it's something that we say and
1: we hear but until you have been in the midst of a stormy sea of life until you have been on the edge of utter uh, calamity until you have walked through the valley of the shadow of death and you have had your mind tossed with anxiety and fear you don't know what it's like to have the prince of peace come in You don't know what it's like to have him soothe your troubled soul. And it's not just a cliche that we say, but he does give you peace that you can't even understand. I mean, you'll be skipping and singing a song, songs of Zion, songs and psalms and spiritual hymns, and he will be restoring and renewing and reviving you internally. And all around you, there's calamity. But the Bible says that though the earth be removed and though the mountains skip into the sea. And though there be war all around you, God will keep you in perfect peace. If you keep your mind stayed on him, he is the Prince mm, of Peace. Let's
2: go back. here talking about the Prince of Peace. What happens when you see a prince? People are bowing to that prince. They're bowing to the authority that that person has. The prince is a ruler in his own territory and his own region. What well, God is saying, the earth is mine and the fullness thereof. And he is the, Prince. And when he says, peace be still, it will be still that the enemy that troubles you have to bow to the Lordship and the Kingship of our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. That's the reason why it says that he is the Prince of peace. He's the one that takes authority and say trouble, bow and peace come in. I mean, like you said, you have to be in that situation to know and to believe and see that God will exchange your anxiety and give you peace. And it's a wonderful peace. Yes. He is the Alpha
1: and Omega, and we worship you, O Lord. You are worthy to be praised. We give you all of the glory, and we worship you, O Lord. You are worthy to be praised. I call him Jesus.
2: the glory. song says we worship you oh Lord for you are worthy I mean you got to count him as worthy you have to stand and say Lord you are worthy of my praise you are worthy dear Lord of my exhortation of your name you are worthy he says we worship you oh Lord for you are worthy to be praised and then he goes over with the song and he says Alpha and Omega I mean that's something when you come out of praise you go back and you realize that he is the Prince of Peace, that he is the Alpha, the beginning, he is the Omega, he is the end because you have worshipped him and you know it for yourself that he is the Alpha and the Omega and we count him worthy to be praised. amen we are so grateful during this
1: wonderful uh, season of Christmas he brings salvation and deliverance to the lost and to the bound I don't know about you but one day God rescued me me bleeding and dying on the Jericho road he saw me polluted in my own blood and he came by and rescued me and delivered me and translated me from darkness into the marvelous light this is the good news of the gospel the gospel that comes to bring salvation to the lost, hope to the hopeless, joy to those who mourn, peace to the troubled. He has come to bring salvation to your house. I don't know what you're planning for Christmas day. I don't know how many gifts you have under the tree. I don't know how much money you have or don't have, but you have the good news of the gospel this morning and you can celebrate a God that has charged you nothing for the salvation of your soul. Celebrate a God that took your place on the cross through Jesus Christ. Celebrate a God that paid a debt that he did not owe, and you owed a debt that you could not pay. And you can celebrate a God that comes with good tidings and great joy, the good news of the gospel. He brings salvation and deliverance to the lost
2: and to the bound. He brings victory to the defeated. I mean, if you feel that you have no way out of a thing, if you feel like you are destitute to be in poverty, if you feel like that everything is dark around you, if you feel like you have tried this thing over and over again and still it did not work, I come to tell you if you try Jesus, if you do what he tells you to do, if you put your hope in him, it's just like the woman who was at the the, uh, well and she said, come see a man who know all about me the joy that was brought to that city because Jesus Christ brought brought victory in her life is that same excitement that same exhilaration that same victory is that we say come see a man that man that told me all about myself things that I didn't even know before that man that Lord that healed my body that man that chased away my demons that man who laid hands upon me that man and you know what when you hear about that when you can attest to the fact that there is Jesus Christ that have delivered you out of darkness into the marvelous light there is victory there is victory in your praise there is victory Mm. in your testimonies there is victory in your walk there is victory in your talk there is an uplifted head from a bow down head there is uh, excitement because you once know where you come from you knew that you had no hope but when you met Jesus when Jesus stepped in and he brought all uh, When he brought all that he was and all that he is into your situation, you too will shout victory. We say, arise,
1: shine, for thy light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. I wonder, do you know the Savior? He's enduringly strong, entirely sincere, eternally steadfast, immortally graceful. He's imperially powerful, impartially merciful. He's God's son and the sinner's savior, the centerpiece of civilization. He's unparalleled and unprecedented and unmatched. He's the grandest idea in literature and the highest personality in philosophy. That's my king. They called him in Isaiah, the wonderful, the counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. I call him Jesus.
2: And I wonder, do you know him? Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus we thank you we thank you for this season oh God I pray that Lord that we who are the people of God that we are not setting dormant we're not accepting dear father the culture and saying that you cannot say Merry Christmas but God that we will say Merry Christmas and even the more God that we will show forth your praise dear father in the name of Jesus let us be mindful of the things that you have done for us oh God that even in I Isaiah 9 and it talked about that you're a wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, that we are mindful, dear father, of all those things that you are to us, oh God, that we'll meditate on each one of those words and begin to reflect on that you are good, God, that we did accept counsel and you the one that delivered us, father, in the name of Jesus, that you did bring peace, dear father, out of a troubled situation, oh father, that you are our father, the one that we can depend on and found that, God. God, that you are faithful. That you, dear Father, are a mighty God. You're the one that fight our battles, dear Father. You're the one that never can be defeated. God, let a praise be upon our lips, dear God. continually. We are just a few days away from
1: celebrating the greatest gift ever given. That is the gift of eternal life made possible through the birth, death, and resurrection of Jesus. If you have not received the Lord Jesus as your Savior and you believe that he is Lord, we invite you to repeat this prayer and make him your Lord and your Savior this morning. The Word of God says if you confess with your mouth that he is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the grave you shall be saved pray with us dear God I confess that you alone are Lord and I believe you gave your life for me at Calvary and on the third day God raised you from the grave forgive me for all of my sins wash me and make me over I invite you into my life to be my Savior Fill me with your Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Thank you for saving me. Amen. If you prayed that prayer by faith, you are saved. May God reveal himself to you as the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. We call him Jesus. Merry Christmas from What Does the Lord Say? Radio broadcast.
0: Thank you for tuning in. You have been listening to Twila Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? For information on this program, on how you can subscribe to or access previous podcasts of this broadcast, visit our website at www.whatdosthelordsay.com Until next time.